This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay. That was a comedy bang bang parody Treason uh, by Jacob Legrand. Thank you. Do you appreciate it? Uh from a, from one Jacob to another? Yeah. Now that I know his name is Jacob, <laughs> yeah. He can do no wrong. Uh thanks Jacob Legrand for creating that theme song for us. Uh, back in the studio. We haven't personally recorded a podcast in over two weeks because you've been flying all around the country. All over the place. You spent a week in Nantucket. Oh, yeah. You spent a week in New York slash North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And now you're back in Los Angeles. Feeling sad. What? Feeling bad. <laughs> that we're back in the uh, the studio or... I don't know. Or you're just post... This is like the feeling you get at the end of summer. Because there's, yeah, there's like a vacation-sized hole in my heart. And it's over. I'm back to real life. Can you be in vacation forever or do you get antsy? I can be in vacation forever. You know, like what week in Nantucket going to the beach every day and then you I forgot like... about anything <laughs> here existing. Yeah. No and that, that includes... You. Look, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I was going to tiptoe around it a little bit. No, no, no. Let's yeah. lean into it yeah. a little. <laughs> you <laughs> were the first thing I forgot. <laughs> and, then, and I went on vacation to forget you. And then when you remembered me, you were a little bit relieved. You were like kind of disappointed, but I overall like you're, you're happy. setting yourself up for disappointment. Because you went from tiptoeing around it. Is it because you didn't want to hear the answer? What is like, it that when you hear There was a pit in my stomach. Every me. unlike, I would be <laughs> enjoying a beer with my family yeah, on I don't vacation. Like and yeah. then, like, I would get a pit in my stomach, and I'd be yeah. like, what am I worried about? And then, like, what was it? you Did would you flash have, like, into my gas? mind, like, I would be like, oh, I have to return home to this. <laughs> to everything, traffic, to, smog. No, and to just... you specifically. <laughs> yeah, what else to do you, you. dislike? Because <laughs> you hate LA. So now you, you know hate? that I hate you, and you want to just know if I had at least yeah, a couple other things. If it's like a package It's deal. not like that. It's not like that. <laughs> what is it? I hate you. Shoot you me alone. straight. <laughs> it I sounds like, like that's the last thing you want. I, I want to know the you truth. You don't want to know the truth. Because <laughs> it hurts to hear us all. Um, yeah, I stayed here in California like a real Californian. I'm never leaving this state. Good man. Nor do I need to. What about our Can- Canadian tour that I want to do someday? What's that? 
I wanted to crisscross Canada together. Oh, the crisscross Canada tour. The start in Vancouver and then whatever the easternmost city is. Sure, Montreal. Is it? Yeah. All right, cool. Back we go, Montreal. Is there a way we can make it a crisscross Canada and then another C word? So we can call it the 4C something. Oh, crisscross Canada caravan. Yeah, caravan works. Camper. Yep. Oh, so we drive a camper across. Yeah. How long would that take? Probably a couple of days. Canada's not that big. It's as big as... No, not as big as my fucking country. Oh, oh, oh. How big is fucking Canada? Probably half the size of the US, if not less, I mean, right? From a map, East to West, like what is that? I don't know. I don't it's really a fucking, know. That's like Seattle to, to Idaho. There's no yeah. way it goes past that. There's oh, no way it Northwest continues, right? Northwest Passage is up there. What else does it have? Um, it's, I mean, it looks like it's bigger, but really? I can't tell, really. <laughs> How's, how's that work? Oh, well, actually, no, it's not because we got Alaska. That's right. We do. We fucking stole well, it you from You didn't them. do it. No, I they... did it. It was part of the Louisiana Purchase. Hoorah! No, that's... Oh, <laughs> the easternmost city is... I mean, we could end, we would end up in, like, Newfoundland. Oh. I believe it's called Newfoundland. <gasps> because, honestly, they're so fucking backwards there that they'll be like... They'll call it one thing and spell Ass it another. backwards. This uh, is something we'll talk about on the tour. Absolutely. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me. I'm Rory. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I totally spaced. All right. I got, all right. So introduce <laughs> yourself again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Rory. I'm Kane. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so while you were in Nantucket, I did this crazy thing. What? Changed uh, your name yeah. to Rory. Well, I'm just giving it a test. I didn't do anything legal-wise. Yeah. But, yeah, I wanted to see how that sounded coming out of my mouth. I definitely don't. Love it. Yeah. And that's not to say that it won't grow on me. Because you don't like Amir, but what are your thoughts on Rory? Oh, yeah. I am woman, hear me, Rory. <laughs> oh, so Rory's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot happened while I was on vacation. Absolutely. Changed the old gender. You didn't just stay here like a real Angelino or whatever you said. You mm. were here changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't legally change well, your name. I spent it in Vermont. change. I spent it in Vermont. Like a real Californian? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And now you identify as a different sex. Actually, speaking of gender fluidity, the we got a uh we got a email that uh touches on that. Uh as always, these are real emails from real people. I'm gonna call this person Rory because he reminds me a little bit of myself, quite Ooh, honestly. Nice. Rory writes, Yo bros, I'm dating a smoke show of a queen lady who happens to be of bisexual orientation. Now, unbeknownst to her, I am a cross-dresser. That's right. I like to dress in garments of a lady folk. Speaking honestly, I'm very convincing as a woman when I dress up and have even been hit on by straight men at bars when I go out dressed up. I haven't told my girlfriend about this weird-ass thing, but since she's bisexual, I look quite good as a lady. Do you think she'd be into it? I feel kind of guilty keeping this secret from her, but I also don't want to lose her over such a silly thing if she reacts poorly. I look forward to hearing your guys' answer as I'm completely lost. Thanks a billion. Huge fan. Love, Rory. Okay. Have you ever dressed as a woman? When I was little, uh, I would dress in my sister's dresses. Okay. When I was like, I don't know, four? But not since then. No, but I looked hot. Yeah, as a four-year-old boy girl. Oh, when I was in sixth grade, I did a talent show uh, where I was a Spice Girl. Yeah, that was your talent? Well, we did a lip sync, me and, <laughs> and a four other of girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you, but 
I but feel by like the way, have... I was sporty spice, so I was wearing pants. So everybody needs to relax. Oh, I'm not. No one judged you at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I see a picture of you. What'd you say? You're, you're in complete face makeup and you're scary spice. <laughs> you're wearing a tutu. I was Mel B. <laughs> uh, I'm Mel B in the place to be. You got da 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 I feel like we have friends that do this for fun. I don't quite understand the appeal. We do? Yeah. Don't like don't Dave and Jeff dress up as oh, girls yeah. for Halloween and quite like willingly to Jeff like shaved his legs, I think. Yeah. Um I think it sounds like it's different though. Like dressing up for a girl as, as a girl for Halloween and then like, you know, cross dressing for pleasure. Yeah, but often. that's how it starts, I feel like costume play and then it's like maybe it's like maybe I'll just fucking do it and go out. I don't know if that if it's that simple. Maybe it is. Nothing is that simple. Uh, but one, I would say it's okay to tell your girlfriend about it. And two, I feel like he's extra safe because she's bisexual. Right. Is that woke to say? Uh, yeah, well, then she should at least understand uh, being a little bit different than the norm. Yeah. Uh, also, I feel like he says, I don't want to lose her over such a silly thing. But if you like full on go to the bar dressed as a woman... <laughs> That's not like a silly little thing. That's like a full-on sexual preference you have, or yeah. if not sexual preference. I wonder I what, know, yeah. Some, it's, it's like, it's not nothing to you. Yeah. That much is clear. You're, you're, you're spending a night as women sometimes. So yeah, I would... I want to talk to this guy and be like, why, when do you choose to go out as a woman? How do you buy a woman's clothes when you're out? Do you tell the people that are talking to you that you're actually a woman? Right. What joy do you get that you don't get when you're dressed as a male? Uh, but I feel like if his girlfriend is bisexual, she's a little bit more open-minded about this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. You're definitely safer than if you were just dating uh, a, a really conservative lady. I never hear about a woman dressing up as a guy. Thoughts? There's like those movies about it. G.I. Jane's about that. Yeah, but when I think Mulan. of when I when I think of crossdressers, it's always male to female, right? Or there's probably a smaller. Maybe they walk among us and we don't know. What the fuck is that? Maybe I am to be? a lady and you've been <laughs> get the fuck away from me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like that's more of a premise of a movie where like your best buddy all of a sudden takes off her top and she's got a huge uh a huge rack. Yeah. Like that's a that is a movie, right? Yeah. Well, I want to know if crossdresser is is can go both ways or when people say crossdresser definitely they mean can go it. both ways. Yeah, but you never see it the other way, do you? Or am I just, just talking about this movie, dude? Yeah, that's a movie. It's not like an everyday thing. Well, person who dresses a man who dresses up in woman's clothes is a male-to-female crossdresser, and a woman who dresses up as male is a female-to-male crossdresser. There you go. My son is a cross... See, the two, op- the two examples are my dad cross-dressed as Marilyn Monroe for the Halloween party, which is pretty funny. <laughs> and my son is Happy a crossdresser. Birthday. Oh, God. Dad, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> but in an actual way. Uh, all right. So uh, we both say the same thing. Tell her... It's Tell not- her about, about it. it. Tell her everything you feel. Uh, and I want to talk to a crossdresser. I want to. I want to understand more. I yeah, we've know. had like we've had we have had bi people on the show, right? Uh, yes, and we we've have. had open relationship people on the show. Yeah, and gay and straight people. You know what trips me up about crossdressing is makeup. I don't like wearing makeup, even if it's like 
makeup that you wear for TV, like guys have to put on powder and all that stuff too. Like I wouldn't want, I don't know, for whatever reason, I feel like claustrophobic in makeup and lipstick and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I, and I'd a wig and a tight dress. I don't, I don't even like wearing like an expensive shirt. Like, I don't like to stand out in any way. Yeah. I try to just wear blue or gray and blend in. So if I was wearing a dress, I would feel like what a little bit What if it was a gray too... dress? Is it long? Yeah. I wouldn't want to wear a short dress. Yeah, a short little number. Actually, I can put you I would in a wear, cute little short number. I would wear like a maxi or a midi. A what? Maybe. Well, there's like the maxi <laughs> is like the dress that goes down to your an- ankles. The oh, midi like, goes down to like your mid, like the calf. I got it. Would you be a maxinista? I would definitely do. I would do a maxi dress. I guess. Yeah. Those seems that seems very comfortable. Maxi but then I would dress. worry about my panty lines. I don't yeah. know. There's some it's dresses. Not so simple. There's some dresses that look like like tank tops that go all the way down. Those seem comfortable. Which is kind of cool, but I don't know. But then yeah, it's the wig and the makeup and stuff. I start feeling a little claustrophobic, like I said, like I'm wearing too much stuff or I'm closed in or there's stuff on my skin. I don't like wearing jewelry either. I don't even wear a watch. Well, for certain people that like, they don't feel comfortable wearing anything but the the makeup and the dress and on, and the wig and that stuff. And that's like, that's when they feel more like themselves. I think that's what cross-dressing is about, right? Yeah. Like you don't do it because you want to be uncomfortable and stand out. You do it because like, that's what makes you feel best. Sure. Kind I, of like this how is another... you feel best just covered in ketchup lying on your floor. Oh, very funny. Oh, that's so rich. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about this. This fucking Sorry. ketchup thing. That was one time. Sorry, Rory. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. Rory doesn't have a good attitude. <laughs> she's sort of thin-skinned and uh, most and covered all, in ketchup. Yeah, she she snaps quite easily. Unfortunately, she has a short fuse and a short temper. Uh, all right, let's answer another question. Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, here's a question from a lady. Hey, oh, do you have a lady's name? Let's call, call her, her Eliza. I like it. Hey there, Eliza writes, I'm a 21-year-old girl, just recently turned 21, and I've been dating this 25-year-old guy for about three months. He's super hot, really successful, fun, and sex is the bomb. Hi-oh! Things were going great, and I wanted him to come to my birthday dinner and meet some of my family and friends until he sat me down the other day and told me that he's been lying about his age to me and that he's actually 34. Ugliest age you can be. I'm 34. Oh, shit. <laughs> I really like him, and I don't know what to do. Do I give him a second chance? Is a, is the age difference fine? Help! But yeah, it's come back to Minneapolis. Ooh, loved it. Loved Minneapolis. Here's a question. Yeah. It's legal to be 34. <laughs> the end. And <laughs> Here's a question. It's legal to be 34. This sounds like you're justifying it. Well... My question, I it is like if she's twenty one and he's thirty four, yeah. like that's a that's a legal relationship. Yes. So it really does come down to like personal preference. Yeah, it depends on the thirty four. It depends on the twenty one. Some thirty fours feel like twenty nine, and some twenty ones feel like thirty. But why? It's so fucked up for like if this guy was fifty and he was dating a twenty one year old, or if it was a woman and she was fifty and she was dating a twenty one year old, I would be like. That's nasty. But why is it fine for it, like, 
We don't this know. Is if a it's different, fine. This is a different question, but like then if she was 16 and the guy was 19, that's illegal. Yeah. But it's a much more acceptable age range. Yeah. That because makes sense. I think the it's more about the percentage difference than the age difference. So like, you know, like 16 and 20, like somebody's 25% older than you. But 34 and 21 is also uh, that much of a percent. But the older you are, the less the difference matters. Uh, there's that formula that is, you know, divide your age by two and plus seven. Do you subscribe to that? What's 16 plus seven is what? So if this guy's 34, you divide it by two, that's 17, and then add seven, 24. So the, Wait, although legal. Wait, divided by two is 17? Yeah. Wow. I'm Imagine that. Insane. <laughs> and so wait, what's... Or wait, what's uh, what's thirty two divided by two? Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, so I was right about plus that. seven. But I can't figure that one out. Oh, because you're thirty two. You're trying to figure. Yeah, it out? I'm trying to figure out for myself to see if I agree with it. Yeah. So your sixteen plus seven is obviously twenty three. Yeah. Okay. So your acceptable age range is twenty three and up. Does I would, that sound about right? Yeah, that sounds about right. But I could definitely still fuck a twenty year old if I needed to. Yeah, like if you had to, like it was, if it was part <laughs> of a fucking like game show or something. No, twenty three sounds about right because that's like. Um, that's like I think that the divided by two plus seven is more of like a socially acceptable thing rather than like a legal thing. Right. Legality is eighteen and over. Yes, I believe it is. Right. Uh, so so f- creepy. Like when you now that I think about like you know remember, remember when the Olsen twins had like a countdown till when they turned eighteen? Oh yeah, my website. <laughs> Jesus, which was like it felt sort of normal when I was like. I think I was around that age too. Right. Um, but now that I think about like 60 year olds waiting till the Olsons turn 18, <laughs> like, oh, that's so nasty. Yeah. Not because that's because you're, now you're closer to a 60 year old than an 18 year old. Interesting. Am I? No. Cool. Uh, so this case specifically 34 and 21. One, is it weird the age difference there? Two, there's the whole lying thing. That's what's weird to moi. Yeah. But maybe she wouldn't have. Maybe she wouldn't have um, wanted to be with a 34-year-old, so he's like, I'll lie, and then I'll, I'll show her how great I am, and then when I tell her the truth, she'll know the real me, and it's then too late to break up with me. But then you also have to think about, like, even when you're okay with it, you have to introduce a 34-year-old to your parents and all your friends, and do you want to fight that uphill battle of everybody being like, this guy's a little cradle robber? Right. So according to this calculation... 34 divided by 2, 17 plus 7. She's three years too young. Yeah. But that same age difference, 13 years, becomes less of a big deal the older you get. Like if he was 40 and she was 27, that's the divide by 2 plus 7 thing. So she can either wait six years and then it becomes socially acceptable where she's right. 27, he's 40. It's what the same when, 13 like years. 90. And you're a spry what, 77. Uh, 77. Yeah. Yeah, wait till Let's then. Let's do that. That sounds good. That's basically the same age, percentage-wise. Right. Uh, so, sure. first of all, 34-year-old pretending to be 25. Those are some good genes. Yeah, good for you. Good man. He's uh, <laughs> completely bald. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was 50. Uh, but then the whole lying thing, you can't be like, yeah, give him a second shot because he's a li- even though he's a liar. But he did end up telling the truth. He confessed eventually. Yeah. I, think, I wish I, I wish that he lied about being like thirty one or something. Thirty four is just a Lie, little weird. Yeah, lying lying to be nine years younger is kind of fucked. Yeah, that that's literally my age, thirty four. Lying to be a twenty five year old. You think? Yeah, like 
if you lie to be 25, he must know that it's kind of weird. Yeah, usually you hear about the lying the other way. The girl will be like, I'm 25, and then she's like, oh, I'm actually 20. Right. Oh, God. Um, but this is the whole lying down thing. How many, What do you think I can lie until? What do you think, once I start saying what age, would it sound unbelievable? Uh, I think you could get down to 30. Really? Yeah. 29, nobody's buying it? Maybe somebody does. What if uh, I dye my gray hair? Yeah, then you get down to 19. Really? <laughs> Amazing. I think you get maybe 29. 29. Yeah. That's pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I don't think I can get down below 30. Really? I, people usually think I'm older than I am. Do they think, I wonder if people, strangers would think you're older than me. We, I think people have thought that before. I have yeah. wrinkles in my forehead. But is it average? We have to show strangers photos of us and see what people end up thinking. All right. Um, all right. So for this lady, what do you want to tell her? Um, wait, the question is like, should she keep on hanging out with him? Yeah. I think at the very least you can introduce him to people and then like see what everybody thinks. And if people are like, no, this is, this is creepy. Then not that you should always do what everybody thinks, but I feel like this is a specific kind of thing that I would, I would personally crowdsource. It's hard because you want to tell this girl, you're like, you're 21. This guy was lying to you. Don't you understand? But then... He's hot and successful and fun, and the sex is bomb. So yeah. I don't want him to. I don't want her to just throw it away. What if he's super apologetic? If you're already having reason. sex with it, like, I feel like it's it's already too late. You know, you fucked the 34 year old. Yeah. So you might as well like see what's up and if he gets along with your friends. I wonder if she would have dated him if she knew the real age the whole time. 34. God, what an oldie. I. When I was in high school, I had teachers in their 20s. They were younger than I am now. Yeah, that's so weird. Especially because I'm not I'm actually fucking... This is stupid, but I'm actually 39. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You lied to me. I lied to everyone. Is it, what was it? What movie was it? Almost Famous, where he finds out that he's younger than his parents had always told him he was? Oh, they, they, they told him the truth. He's like, by the way, you're not actually 17, you're 14. Yeah, something like that. That would be fun to find out now. Yeah. You could definitely lie to your kid, at the very least about his birthday, probably about his birth year. I used to get in trouble because, like, my mom, somebody would, like, we'd be in the mall. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I remember yelling, no, mom, you're 35. You're 35. <laughs> like, she lied to somebody about her age. Oh. And she was really mad at me. <laughs> and you were 30. And they, you remember your mom when she was my age? Yeah. Wow. Right, because she was 29 when she had me. Wow. Imagine that. 29. So you remember your mom when she was your age age currently. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she was 30 because she was 32 when she was pregnant with the triplets. And you remember that? I remember that, yeah. Is that your first memory? Um, I remember my first memory is like falling down the stairs when daddy, I was two. Daddy pushed me Daddy because I was being a loud little muffin. Well, I remember learning over and over again, fell down the stairs, <laughs> yeah. fell down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, like he coaching. hammered it home. Uh, I, no, I remember reaching, I was crawling up the stairs and I reached for a toy and then I remember like all of the stairs sort of like falling out from under me and like slipping down. Wow. Uh, and I was, and I didn't know at the time, obviously, but my mom told me later on that I was two when that happened. Wow. So I remember that. That is very young memory. Um, I also sort of, I think I remember something else that happened when I was two, uh, yeah. burning my hand on a stove. Two very <laughs> traumatizing events. None of the happy stuff. Yeah. I remember like 
I remember stuff from Israel and I don't remember if it was like before we moved to LA when I was like two and a half or like when we visited back when I was like four or five. Mm. I remember a Pringle, a Pringle, a memory of a Pringles can in America because we, my entire family of five were living, was living in a two bedroom apartment in the Valley. And one of the snacks that we had were Pringles and they were made, they were still in the canister, like a tennis ball thing, but they had the, the metal thing that you pull off the metal pull off tab. And I remember playing a wheel of fortune board game with like my cousins or my brothers. And like, I was just like leaning back, like sort of like sitting on my hands, but one of my hands was being sliced by the (laughs) metal (laughs) disc. And somebody's like, Oh, your finger's bleeding. And I'm like, ah, (laughs) like it felt like an itch to me at the time, but the top of the Pringles can was slicing my finger. Oh God. And he saw it and he just freaked out. It was the eighties. We didn't know better. We could have metal fucking slices automatically in the wound. (laughs) Saw sour cream and onion salt. Jesus Christ. I still Not like, just any salt. <laughs> barbecue salt. I still like Pringles a lot. Pringles are great. Uh, so for the, <laughs> this one, what are we telling? Um, Final answer? You, you're already dating the 34-year-old, so I feel like the damage is done, and she's, she's worried about the lie and introducing him to the friends. Yeah. I mean, you might as well introduce him to the friends because they're either going to be like yeah, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. So I, I think you need a larger test audience. I, w- I wouldn't break up, though, right now. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't break up, but at the same time, I feel bad telling her not to break up, yeah, not to punish the liar. It feels weird being 34-year-old guys <laughs> telling the 21-year-old girl not to break up with the 34-year-old All right, guy. so let's, re- let's start from the top. I'll break up with this out. fucking this weirdo. This fucking creep-ass lying perv. I mean, it's true, kind of, because I wouldn't lie about this, and you wouldn't. <laughs> so the fact that he did is kind of creepy. Fuck it. Full reversal... <laughs> Break up with the fucker. Let's take a break. Uh, thanks, some spons, and we'll be back with more Rory. Rory, and we've returned. What's up? Uh, <laughs> since we recorded last, you became a thirty-two-year-old. I turned thirty-two. Yeah, and also it, uh, you've you've been engaged to marry someone. <laughs> You're become, engaged. I've become engaged. You've become a fiance. You and left I've as a thirty-one-year-old bachelor. Yeah, and you've returned to thirty-two-year-old fiance. Yeah, that's what it, that's what the male one is called, right? It is weird to become a fiance. A fiance is male and female, right? Yes, I think it's it weird is. because. Boyfriend and girlfriend is different for gender, husband and wife. But when you're in that little gray zone, oh, we're both the fiancé. Oh, yes. I am a fiancé now. <laughs> it would be funny if, if it was the girl was the fiancé and the man was the fianço. Fianço. <laughs> I am her fianço, and so she is my fiancé. Oh, say what you sow. Uh what what happened? How are you married now? Uh, I'm not married. <laughs> oh right, of course. You just promised your you promised to marry. Uh, yeah, I've been sort of low key dating somebody for a while. Yeah. Low key in the podcasting sense. Yeah, you didn't mention her in the pod. No, keeping her a little secret to myself. Smart, smart. Uh-huh. But yeah. now that you're fianced, now uh, I'm fianced. You feel fian to at the very least. Um, say that on the show. I feel like everybody, I feel like a lot of people saw it happen. Yeah. And it's kind of weird if we don't discuss it. It's so on your Instagram. Everybody, I'm engaged. It's crazy that it's Instagram official. Like, I thought you'd become engaged. That's fine. But the fact that it's Instagram official, that's like legit. Yeah. No, it's actually the reverse. What? It's crazier. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's one thing to buy somebody a ring and promise yeah, the rest of your, your life, life to them, but yeah. like to post it on Instagram. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Was there pressure about the post? Because uh, you know it's going to be a liked post. Yeah, that's true. I thought about and the a caption post. a little bit. I thought about the, I thought about the photo. We also didn't post it on Instagram for a little bit. Just it's to sort crazy. Of like have the, yeah, the privacy the of the moment. And like you think about what filter you're going to use as a kid. And then it's, that moment comes right. and you just fucking throw it all away. Isn't it so like, I love you. I want to spend my whole life with you. You're amazing. And what do you think? Mayfair. Yeah. <laughs> Amaro. I can actually vignette it and I will make it bright. Oh, shit. There's I a can't remember typo. what I did if it was Mayfair. Mayfair, or if it was, um, yeah, can you go back and see what filters you applied to a, a photo? Question. I don't, I wonder I heavily. Doubt it. We should say that the picture is heavily, heavily photoshopped, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Hours. My, my, my fiance is yeah. a 98 year old <laughs> her, man. Her team, her team actually spent days photocropping it. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't change the filter, you can change the caption itself. Oh, fuck. Is it your most liked photo? It is. So I feel like right off the bat, it's paying off dividends. Yeah. It's not enough new followers, though. So if you're what? out there, you should really go follow and like my photo. Oh, my fiance. God. I'm, come on. <laughs> what the hell other point is there? So now you go from, um, you know, kind of thinking about maybe stressing about, like, popping the question straight into stressing about and thinking about a wedding party. Yeah, stressing about a wedding. We can, I mean, well, this this will be a year-long thread, hopefully. Yeah, that we can talk about. Um, instantly dive into wedding venue research, which is insane. People book their venue year, two years in advance. The first place I saw I really liked, and I found out it wasn't available until 2019. Wow. You know what would be cool if you just fucking were rich and baller, and you're like, oh, I have a wedding venue every year for the next five years. If I was rich and baller, I would probably rather even just, like, buy someone out for their date. Like, oh, you have... Like the wife? The uh, bride-to-be? Yeah, like, like, (laughs) you guys... Hey, I heard you guys had uh, August 23rd. uh, I'll marry her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How's that? So I'll double it. Yeah. And I'll marry her. And like this and these venues do like five weddings a week, six weddings a weekend sometimes. Six a weekend. Yeah. It seems like they yeah. gotta have one per weekend. It's frustrating because you spend so much money and then you're like and then they're like, Oh yeah, well you can't have the space until this time. You have to get out at this time because another <laughs> wedding's coming in. Like, so miles, I'm not special. <laughs> I wanna give you Tens of thousands of dollars, and I'm not special. <laughs> and I'm waiting for, just like waiting for another ceremony to end in a tuxedo. Right. Like, I don't want to pass another bride in the hallway going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but heck, what, are you supposed to buy out a place for an entire weekend? No, because, like, and those that's been sort of the difference. You can either do a place that just does weddings, and they turn them over, and you're not special, and, like, you... You know, you look up uh, this wedding venue, and there's just hundreds and hundreds of people's wedding albums there. Yeah. Um, but they're like a well-oiled machine and they have all the chairs and they have all the tables and they know how, and like, they don't, they make their own cake on the site. Oh, "Oh, great. Or you can be like total DIY. I found this amazing property upstate and it's a (laughs) barn, but there are horses in it usually. (laughs) And if I pay the farmer, he'll take them out and I can rent 
the tent and I can rent the lights. Can the farmer like, make a cake on site? So there's just like 10 different vendors that you have to pull together yourselves to make it happen uh, there. So there's a pros and cons to everything. Yeah. What about a baller's person's house? I actually looked at... I, I did look into just like a dope ass Airbnb with a ton of property. Yeah, I wonder if anybody's ever Airbnb'd and thrown a wedding. Uh, people used to ask me if they could throw it at my uh, Williamsburg loft roof because I had my uh, old apartment on Airbnb. And then they said, and I Can know we have I, a wedding on your roof? Yeah, because at the White Hotel, which was right down the street, it was. I looked into this one too. It's insanely expensive. It's almost a hundred thousand dollars to throw your <gasps> wedding there. A hundred grand? Because it's like fifty just to rent the space, and then you're not paying for any of the drink. Then it's like you know, three hundred dollars per person for food and drinks. It's insane. Wow. So they would email me and they'd be like, "Hey, uh, would you let us throw our have our ceremony on your roof?" You should have just charged them fifty grand. I, if I had any idea how much people were charging i would have but i was just like nah i'd get in trouble <laughs> it's not worth the 90 bucks or how much would you pay me for access yeah it should have just been like twenty five thousand dollars, and if i get in trouble i'll pay off one of my neighbors oh my lordy um all right well keep us posted every week for the rest of your life yeah and then what are you gonna do you have to start planning the divorce and like that's a much sadder thing because you have to like get a lawyer Insane. and all that they, shit you didn't even say congratulations on the engagement. Uh, yeah you're for talking sure. about planning my divorce <laughs> mazel whatever it does buy you a lot saying your fiance even if you're not engaged out there and you have a girlfriend yeah just start saying fiance like i we were on a flight that was getting rerouted and we had to like figure some shit out and i was and i was like yeah my fiance and i are trying to go and, and they were like they just made it happen <laughs> if you like more gravitas than a wife and marriage i guess i bet probably wife and kid or something maybe gives you a little bit of gravitas or like infant does but like wife no you're like old news <laughs> fiance like people people it like warms people's hearts because they they make it makes you them feel like young love all right what girlfriend fact, is like, oh, whatever. Yeah, Wife is girlfriend like, be the youngest love love of all? You would think so. But girlfriend, <laughs> I, at least I was reaching the point where it seemed like people were like upset that I had just had a girlfriend. Right. You know? Like this is, this is gone like, hey, for When are you going to make it real? Come on. <laughs> you should really buy her a rock. You should really call yourself a fiance. Congratulations on getting fianced. To my fianco. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are fiancos. <laughs> it's a good name for a TV show. Fiancos. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it offline. Cool. Uh, let's call this guy Fianco because he, oh, actually, let's call him Guy Fianco <laughs> because he's got a question for us and he's a 22 year old male college student. Uh, he says he was recently diagnosed with a condition called geographic tongue. It's a rare condition characterized by it's deep, a rare condition this, this day, day and age. age. Yeah. Uh, characterized by deep grooves and fissures that slowly cover the tongue. There's no cure, and it will continue shedding my tongue and shredding my tongue until it looks like a pile of ground beef. It's fucking gross. This condition isn't contagious, and apparently only about two percent of people develop it. It's also considered benign, so it won't cause any additional health problems. But I've already become extremely self-conscious about my tongue's appearance, even though it doesn't look too bad yet. It became a constant weight on my mind. I want to know if you have any advice for myself or people in general who are dealing with health issues that they can't control. Or how do you guys personally cope with things that you are self-conscious about? Additionally, 
I've dated, uh, I've been dating this incredible woman on and off for about two years now, and I'm completely in love with her. I haven't told her about my diagnosis yet, and I'm terrified that I'll lose her because of it. This may be irrational, but I can't seem to find the words to tell her. Thank you both so much from a day one love, Guy Fianso. All right. Guy Fianso is so afraid. This is funny because I read this. I recently found out myself. I always thought I had a fucked up tongue, but turns out I have a geographic tongue. How did that come? You just found out that it was geographic? You just thought you had a weird tongue? Yeah, I just thought I had a weird tongue. I didn't know there was a name to it. I didn't know there was a diagnosis to it. But you, and then I said that to you, and you said you had a geographic tongue. Is that just something in, you knew about your whole life, or did you yeah, also Yeah, I've known about it, my geographic tongue since like high school or something, because my friends were like, your tongue's fucked up. Yeah, it's just it just basically means you can Google image search, but it basically means there's cracks and crevices in the tongue, sometimes little white rings or something. I feel like my tongue changes all the time, too. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I just don't look at it that often. Yeah. But sometimes it's like more geographic than others. But he's talking about it like it's a secret, this guy, Fianso, and he's like, what do I tell her? How do I break the news? First of all, she probably knows what your tongue looks like if she's been with you for two years yeah right um and secondly what is there what is there to tell what is there to do i don't understand i don't know being self-conscious about your tongue like if your life is so good that you only have to worry about your tongue i think that's a good thing because that's like inside your mouth most of the time yeah and it doesn't you can't even it's never come up for me in the past never has anyone been freaked out grossed out or anything out by my tongue um it's happened to me once but it's fine what happened well, my friends in high school told me I had a gross tongue. Oh, yeah, but not like any lady sexual stuffs. I think people, when people see a geographic tongue, like, they just want to know that it's not, it doesn't hurt and it's not contagious. Ah. So that's all that you really have to say. Like, yeah, like no, it's not a disease. That? It's uh, it's like having connected earlobes or something. Yeah, do you have those? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. But Did you I tell also, your fiance? Webbed feet, club foot, <laughs> a tail, a cleft eyelid, <laughs> hooved everything, a hunchback, <laughs> nasal scoliosis. Remember that video? <laughs> Periodontic rosacea. <laughs> we just combine different body parts with different diseases. Love that. I actually have a geographic asshole. <laughs> so it's bumped and bruised, it's curved and creviced uh how do you guys personally cope with things so obviously besides tongue because this doesn't make me feel self-conscious uh is there stuff that you or i are self-conscious about uh i mean there are stuff physical things that i think about they're like the things i often say that there's when you look at a photo of yourself like someone takes a couple photo or a group photo everyone looks at the photo and they all look one, at themselves first. Two, at right. like this certain thing that you hope doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah. So my thing sometimes is uh, shininess on my face because I have like when I'm indoors and I'm sweating, I get like a greasy, shiny forehead and cheeks and nose. Mm-hmm. So I look at a photo, boom, that's the thing that I'm most self-conscious about. Um, do you have anything like that? Uh, yeah, well, it's always shifted. When I was younger, it was, um, I thought that my nose was too big because most of my friends were not Jewish and they didn't have, well, not that that means anything, but yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> most of my friends didn't have big noses, but mine was biggest. Mm, uh, and now my nose, I either grew into it or I'm very used to it. So it feels. Yeah, now that your head is bigger, your nose feels fine. Feel fine. Don't, I'm not like really worried about my nose anymore. Then thought I was like too chubby. Now I, I guess it's. <laughs> 
I, I mostly look to see if my stomach looks fat. Right. If you have like the, what's it called? The gut. The gut. The, a paunch. Right. And then a lot of people like adjust like, oh, wait, take it again. I have to stand or look yeah, or face. Yeah, yeah. Wait, get on this side of me. Get on this side of me. Don't take it from that angle. I'm not wearing this shirt ever again. Uh, <laughs> I had a wedding picture once. Uh, and recently, and my shirt looked so baggy, like I, like my sleep from wrist to shoulder looked like a really puffy baggy shirt, <laughs> but it was oddly a slim fit shirt, but for whatever reason, just it looked like a puffy. Photo. Uh, I just, I haven't told her about my diagnosis yet. This may be irrational, but I can't the seem diagnosis. to find the words to tell her. Are there you, words I don't think her? you have to like sit her down and say it. You can just, it can come up in passing. Like, oh, by the way, do you know what a right. geographic tongue is? Do you really think it's 2%? What are the odds that me and you both have it? I don't know. That's I, You should look that up. Geograph- but then I look at these photos of these smooth tongues, and my God, they seem so foreign to me. Yeah. I've oh. never had a nice, flat, pink tongue. I would love that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I wonder if there's um, plastic surgery. And I wonder if people taste things differently. I always thought maybe because I have this rough, crackly, bumpy tongue that maybe i'm more like um that's why i don't like bitter foods like beer or oh but i like bitter foods i know and i don't like spicy food but you do i i i don't know but i guess i used to think it made me better going down on people oh because it's like ribbed for your for their pleasure (laughs) oh yeah not mine Uh, I used to keep little things in the crevasses of it. So That's I'll put cool. like a little folder in there. And then wow. when people are like, oh, what's your name? They're like, oh, let me give you my business card. And I'll reach deep into my tongue's crevice. Mm-hmm. It looks like, you know, like the Star Wars, the Millennium Falcon, it goes into those like roads, the grooves. Right. So mine is that deep. It's probably eight, 10, 15 feet tall. That's insane. Yeah. And then you can actually like dig into it, go down into it. And I'll, yeah, like I said, store files. Store I parked files. my car there once. <laughs> wow. <laughs> On my you tongue, drove yeah. your car into your own mouth. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see if this guy has any other questions. Uh, uh, general health issues that they can't control. I feel like this guy's this guy's overreacting. Yeah, this isn't a health issue. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's better than I don't know diarrhea. Diarrhea, Can diarrhea. You, yeah, it's better than having diarrhea. Or um, mm. unfixable IBS or something. Yeah, unfixable body. <laughs> now we're just making other people feel bad. Right. <laughs> what are you insecure about? Yeah. Big nose, <laughs> shiny forehead. <laughs> everyone out there is beautiful. Yeah, that's a, but also everyone out there has something. It's impossible right. to that's be perfect. The great equalizer. We're, we're all looking. dealing with something. But he, some people is uh, as not a big deal as geographic tongue. Some people have serious problems. Yeah, like this and this. God, can you imagine having this? Um, How's your, speaking of body stuff, how's your working out with Billy? Still going. But Billy broke his foot playing basketball. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So now I'm working out without him. I want to, I can't fully commit because I'm not 100% sure if I want to do it yet, but I think I want to try working out with you guys for the month of September. Oh, really? Because I... I've got new health goals now that I'm a fiance. I want to be absolutely <laughs> shredded, shredded for my wedding. <laughs> that means you have like a year. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're fitness- I usually am like, my fitness is on like a couple weeks to a month. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I'm trying to get in good shape for this vacation or this right. thing. But now I've got this, I got a major life event. Long-term goal. And I want to be but you- jacked, shredded. 
not even jacked. I want to be a lean 160. But it's a, yeah, like almost. for a wedding, you're not you're wearing a suit. It almost hides everything. It doesn't matter what you look like. I think it's it's for me working out is almost always more about the way I feel than look. Right. So like so you like don't want to buttoning up a tuxedo over and a rippling eight pack. Right. I'm gonna feel great. <laughs> So you want you need your bachelor party to happen now because if it happens like as close as possible to the wedding, you're gonna feel oh, like yeah. garbage oh, man, we down. Say, Jesus Christ! We should uh, invite all I'm... of our listeners. That's a fun idea. So you well, should, we should win at a least slot. invite them to tell me where I should have it. <laughs> uh, crowdsource where I should have my bachelor party. Okay. Part two. This goes into my health and fitness r- regimen. I you got me for my birthday a water pick. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna get my my teeth really fucking <laughs> white and healthy and clean for my wedding too. Okay. Just like I'm basically setting up the rest of my. You know, the wedding is the rest of your life. Yeah. I'm going into it at like a ten out of ten, and then I just slowly decline till I die. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to decline and die. At zero out of ten, mm-hmm. I exactly. want to be out of shape, toothless, ruthless, yeah. and dumb. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, I can't wait to see how that goes. Uh, thanks to everybody that's written in. Thanks to those who submitted theme songs the last couple of weeks. Keep them coming. The opening one is from Jacob Legrand. This closing one is from Pure Parade, which is a Swedish band, I believe. Uh, if you have a question, a theme song, or anything in between, send them all over to if I were you show at gmail.com. Yeah, this closing theme song is a young Swedish band called Pure Parade, and they have an acoustic version of Maybe their Maybe they song. would do my wedding. Holy shit. Awesome. Uh, uh, their SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash pureparade. So thanks to Pure Parade. Thanks to Jacob Legrand. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to the fiancé himself. Uh, and Appreciate we'll be, y'all. We'll thanks be, for the love and support. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Toda. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.